Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here at the Big 8 tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Strick and Austin. Yay, yay. Welcome back to On the Block. He's Strick here and not Austin Orman. It is Jake Bakovin. That's right. He's in the building today. Um, Jake, we're having a little off-air discussion a little bit and an, uh, just another mind-popping idea that just came into my uh, my my thoughts about something and you know, one of the things I've been seeing in kickoffs around college football as well as around the league, and the statistics are quite crazy. I mean, I'll kind of give you an example in shortly, but, you know, why is football's most thrilling plays? I mean, we've seen some great stories. Obviously, Nebraska is the beneficiary of one of them, and that is the uh, Johnny Rogers, mm. you know, Oklahoma run. You know, in punt returns and, and, you know, so punt returns, kick returns, those are some of the most interesting, fun, can change the, the, uh, the, 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 the potential of a game, whether win or shedding somebody down and changing field positions. All of those things are incorporated, I think, into it. And we've seen these numbers just go absolutely crazy. So why is the football's most thrilling plays vanishing from the NFL. So you have some 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 thoughts on that. The NFL has uh, gotten results uh, that has shown that league-wide it's starting to disappear. And the stats are quite crazy. Like, for example, from 1995, the touchbacks kickoffs, which equals touchback rate percentage – that's kind of how they came up with it. In 1995, the number was 9.1%. So basically, there was only 9% of the time that there was a touchback. The majority of the time, they was running the ball in some form or fashion. That number went up in 98 to 16%, and then you had consistently from 9 to 16%. Ne- never went above 16%, which is still a pretty good number, Right. 2010 from 2013, that number jumped to 49%. Three years later, 51% in 2016. In 2019, up to 60%. Then it hovered at that 60% in 2022. But in 2023, the number shot up to an astronomical 81%, 80 Mm. 80.9%. That's crazy. So basically, every time they're kicking the ball, they're basically, it's a touchback of some form. Now, 
People are taking advantage, I think, of the rules, Bach, because in a touchback, you're getting the ball at the 25. I think statistics and analytics are showing that if a ball is kicked at or near with the speed and, and just the abilities, you don't have the wedges anymore that you used to have, the four- and five-man wedges. You don't have the busters that you used to have that bust up the wedges. So those are part of the issues that was happening with the, the protocols of concussions. And so now you're finding that a lot of these individuals just aren't taking that and they're taking the ball at the 25 because it just seems like it's a better option. Yeah, and I think a lot of times it's going to be. They did they did the experimental rule, too, like in college football uh, this year, that if the ball is kicked, you can fair catch it at any like anywhere and get the ball at the 25. Um, and so that's why a lot of people are doing it again this year. It's just they're doing all these different rule changes to really basically take it or minimize it, take it out of the game or minimize it. And at some point, you just think, well, what's the point of having it anymore? And that's kind of where I'm at with it. You know, I... I, I do. I, I remember, like you said. I mean, when you think about the Huskers, like Dewan Grosses and DeBorne Pearsonells, and you mentioned yeah. Johnny Rogers. I mean, there's been guys that have absolutely changed games and had you know uh, big time returns, uh, specifically in punt returns. But I mean, you you remember uh, probably about 15 years ago now, like punt returns. Remember before they had the halo rule? Like they they specifically Blew had to make that up. rule. Like yeah, they, yeah we, you would just you, you would, would be able up. to get yeah. blown up. Yeah. As soon as you touch the ball. And so I know this doesn't factor in as much as the punt return, but I remember those collisions more than anything. But to the NFL's defense, what they've said is that it, to their data, which they've, they've uh, you know, looked at year in and year out, is that guys are getting concussions on kick returns. It's like, a higher rate of injury. Yeah, higher rate than, in, than any other play in football. Um, so that's why they're trying to slowly eliminate it. I understand that. Um, but it's just, it is, it is sad. Because it takes away a little bit of the game that we know and love, um, but I suppose you've as you move forward, you've got to make uh, some changes to make the the game safer. Is at least what they're what they're going with. But I don't know. To me, you're playing football. It's not a safe game. I mean, you every week you have guys. Yeah. It's it's the one thing like in life. You lay it on the line. You just throw it out like uh, we heard today. Like uh, you know, Washington has a torn ACL. You're like. Oh, watch that. He's out for the season. Like, it's just in our heads. It's football season. Like, oh, how much football is he going to miss in the next, you know, half of year? Rather than, oh, my gosh, that guy's got a torn ACL. That's going to be tough for him to walk around. You know, it's the same thing. Like, you hear, like, broken ribs or broken leg. And you're just like, oh, he's going to miss football. So it's kind of like inherently in the game that it's a dangerous sport. Yeah. Um. So I, I understand that, that side of the argument, too. I... I I understand it to a degree. I like what the XFL or, or USFL yeah. did. And now they're combining as XFL one, so as you can say, mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, but where you know you're not having him run all the way downfield, um, and they it, move it back. I think they move it back to like I think the thirty is where they kick off. The so kick the only two from, that yeah. can move, the only two that rule is the only two that can move is the kicker and the returner, and um, the one team, the 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 defensive team that's kicking is stationed at the thirty five. The returning team. Is stationed at the 30, and once it's caught, then boom, it's kind of like red light, green light. You yeah. know, it's like, boom, we take off. And so it's still, there's some gaps that can be there. So it, it's going to depend on where the kicker kicks the ball. Yeah. There's still some opportunities there. And I like that because it's just not that full blast run of guys just getting blown up. But it is, it is <laughs> experimental. Like, it, it, yeah. like you have to see, like, are you getting, because you want to have somewhat similar to the game that we have now. 
if there are too many holes, like if you're starting to get too many kick returns, well, then that's a problem too because, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just changing the game. And we like to see these games mostly one on offense and defense, but an occasional spark from the special teams. Um, but it, it is all interesting because I know you read deeper into the article, you can get into, you know, players' safety. Is that what the NFL really cares about? Well, then why are they adding an extra game? And so, I mean, so you can get into interesting, but after all, it is a business. And, uh, what they can do to, to try to eliminate um, or, or limit, not eliminate, uh, concussions makes kind of this. I mean, this does make sense to me. As much as I, I love football and I love special teams and I love the kicker turn spark of the game, it is, after all, adult Red Rover. I mean, we kind of know right. what it is when they're running full speed uh, down the field to for the collision. Yeah. So what what you have here though in in Sutterhamer text line is open to you because I I really want your thoughts four zero two four six four five six eight five, and we'll probably get into it just before maybe the crossover or whatever. Um, but what I really want to know is is it something that you've enjoyed about the game? Do you like it? Do you want them to retain it? We understand the ramifications of that. Um, or do you want just the rule changes maybe to fit more along the XFL uh, formula, or do you just really want to do away with it? Because at this point, you know, there's really no benefit to it other than the fact that it's, it's a waste of time outside of if you kick it out of bounds, maybe then you get his extra, what, 10 yards. So I, I don't know. So I, I would love to hear from you, 402-464-5685. What's your thoughts about that? How do you feel? Do you want to? Do you think you should keep it? Do you think they should just move it back? Because also the strength of the kickers have gotten, you know, stronger. So yeah. obviously that's that's something to think about. But here's the thing for me too. It's 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 guys like Devin Hester who made a career. Josh Cribbs. Mm-hmm. You know, it's guys like Dante that. Hall. Yep. Yeah. Who made a career out of that. And there's guys in college right now, DeMorne personnel, guys like that, who made, were able to use that in order to get in and give themselves an opportunity to play at the, at the space of their dreams, which was the NFL. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's sad. And like Cordero Patterson, a particularly good kick returner. Now um, it, it also, not just like your thoughts on it. I also text in like what you're, what you would do as a coach, because Matt rules been asked about this and his philosophy is let's run it out. He, he you know, unless it's, you know, five yeah, yards in the, the end deep, zone or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, an obvious touchback situation is let's play football. Let's run it. That's what it, that's what he wants to teach guys about football. And, you know, to a degree, yes, you're raising your injury risk right there, but you are, especially for a first-year coach, I think you're trying to install a little bit of toughness and a mindset of if we have an opportunity, let's try to take advantage of it. But the other thing, a part of it too, is usually like that for Nebraska specifically or a team that struggles offensively, that's also part of your hope. Like that at least usually, you know, was like, oh boy, we got a kick return. We're going to have a guy in open field, uh, one of our best athletes with a chance to, to spark this game. Mm-hmm. And DeMorty Pearsonell specifically did that against Michigan State in 2014. But Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. Get ahead of postage rate increases this year with Stamps.com. It's like your own personal post office. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM. It's, it, you know, that that's like a hope, like a whole hope that's gone now with those kick returns. Um, that's just like, all right, it's pretty easy to get that factor out and we can just eliminate their offense and, you know, win the game. Yeah, there it is. Let's let's transition a little bit. Uh, send in your your messages. We'll try to get to them uh, in the next segment uh, to to discuss them a little bit further. But let's we didn't get to talk about you know something I'm thinking that we want to create is Monday measure just to measure the weekend. Mm-hmm. And um, some there was just so many blunders and bloopers and bad decisions that happened over Saturday, um, which in essence you could say was a was quite a low point in the in in. College football, it's 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 things that here's here's why I think it's a low point because the decisions that were being made in some instances to include Mike Loxley, just I understand you know that you're trying to limit the momentum and at this point Ohio State is is thriving. They're not going to conspiracy theories like look the the the, the point spread was nineteen five. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you punt that ball and give yourself the defense just an opportunity to switch field position. I don't I don't think you give them the ball at the twenty five going in. You yeah. know, uh, so that that was a big change in getting that uh, point spread, obviously. And but here's the thing: there were some of them that happened that you just have to ask a question, and you're talking about millions and millions and, and with an M millions <laughs> of dollars that are being paid to some of these gentlemen. And so, you know, like for example, USC's Lincoln Riley, uh, getting really cute, getting sexy on his play calling. And, and, uh, as the Trojans were, um, trying to set up a game winning field goal. And then you have Arizona's, uh, Jeff fish, um, not even knowing, <laughs> not, even, on the not rules. even knowing the overtime rules. Yeah. So, he was going to send his uh, field goal unit out for when they had to go for two, I think, in third overtime. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, m- millions of dollars. <laughs> right, and don't yeah, even yeah. know uh, the un- uh, the rules. Um, you know, but then you have the inexcusable just mistake, debacle, gaff, bumblehead, Snoop Doggin in the back, whatever. He was high. Yeah. Because Mario Cristobal... Literally, and I mean literally, with the decision he made, cost his team the game against Georgia Tech by just not kneeling. No timeouts. Yeah, just kneel. Just, just what? What? What was the benefit of running literally the ball could there? have ran the clock out with a few kneel? Really, downs. really could have. Yeah. So those those were just a few of them uh, over the weekend. So my thing is, at this point, where, <laughs> how do you recover from this? Like, like if you're Mario Cristobal and your team was supposed to be a breakthrough year for you, and you lose to Georgia Tech, yeah, and they're they were undefeated exactly, and they lost that game because of of that. Now they did also give up what eighty yards on the drive and the game winning touchdown after that. So I mean, right. but it's still they're they're probably already celebrating on the sidelines because any other coach you know would just kneel it down. He, by the way, has had lost a game like that. At Oregon as well. So right. this is like Mario Cristobal just doesn't believe in kneel downs or something. Um, and 
I, I, I don't know what to make of it. I felt for the player on the sideline. They were showing, if you watch the game, um, a player, and I don't know, you know who he was. Some officer, he's crying, like literally, and you can see the frustration turn to tears because they had the win, and it was, yeah. and it might have been a over. senior, it was, you know, slipping through their hands because their coach refused to just do a kneel down. The running back fumbles. How do you think the running back feels about Oof. it? You know, that's got to be it's got to be a tough week for him on campus. And like you said to me, that question be- goes from like, you know, a five and zero, oh, everybody's feeling great, to right? can we trust our coach to make the right decision? If, even if, even if we do put ourselves in a position to win the game. So, shout out uh, Sauter Heyman text line four zero two four six four five six eight five like. The, like my question in the crystal ball situation, Bach, and I'm going to throw it to you, but I would love to hear from you guys as well. 402-464-5685. And we'll get to the, the text questions in the next segment. But here's the thing. If you're the quarterback in this situation, do you, do you have the cojones to call an audible and just say, I'm kneeling this thing. I'm not, I'm like, <laughs> yeah. And, and would you, and would you as a coach, would you fault your quarterback? If he just said, you know what? I'm, I'm just going to go down back up for a few seconds and I'm just going to lay down on this thing and just call it a day. Like knowing that my coach is tripping right now. Like, uh, do you do that? Or, or, I mean, if you're just hypothetical, obviously, yeah. if you're the quarterback, how do you, how do you do and manage that situation? But, or do you take the reaming next week? Well, I'm like, coach, I take the W like, yeah, we're five and old coach. Like I got pushback with you. If I'm, if, if, if you got some feeling and bring me into the office about this play that I just did and not running it. Well, and yeah, I, I, I think, you know, especially for the quarterback, like you wonder too, are you like thinking stats there? Do you not want your quarterback to lose a few yards in his ground? Like, because that that's what they would lose. You lose on a kneel down. Obviously you lose some yards with a carry, but like, I mean, and then if you're the running back, you know, you, you might want the opportunity to try to, oh, here's an extra, you know, maybe you're kind of thinking freely. Oh, here's a chance that a few extra yards it doesn't really matter. I'm going to see what I can. And then you fumble. So, I mean, I get your point. Uh, as a court, I, I think that would be tough to do. I mean, I, hindsight's twenty twenty. Obviously, you want to say yes, but I, I think that'd be tough to do. That'd be tough. What do you guys think? Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. Um, we may be able to get to a few of them before we go to break. Let's see here. Um, okay, uh, talking about the kickoff, Brad on the Sutter Hammond text line says no, he does not want the kicking to end, or the opportunities to end. But look, the percentages show that less than twenty percent are being taken back in some form or fashion. It's like these guys are really not getting an opportunity because, you know, either they need to move it back another five yards or so just to make sure that those kicks aren't going through um, the freaking end zone or it's a field goal from a kickoff. Well, it's funny because in 1994, they moved the the kickoff back, like you were saying, so they could get more kick returns, so they could yeah. add more excitement to the game. That was before, you know, they, they yeah. started down the safety measures. So, yeah, so he says, no, I want Devin Hester's and Percy Harvin's. That's right. I agree, because Percy Harvin wasn't as good of a receiver in the NFL as he was a returner. Mm. Devin Hester the same. I mean, yeah. he, what you know, they didn't, they didn't, that's where they, they made their legacy. That's where they position well especially Devin Hester positioned himself a Hall of Fame mm. so yeah anyway uh we'll take one more here let's see uh unnamed texter 4332 says Bach trying to justify that stupid coaching call laugh out loud 
just take the knee and the game is over. You win. Unreal. <laughs> it coming at you, Boxster. It's my fault. It's all your fault. Well, I you wasn't trying it. to justify. I'm saying as the quarterback, I don't know if I'd have the is to say, you know what, coach? I don't like your philosophy. I'm going to kneel it down. You can decide who starts next week. <laughs> yeah, that is something that you'd have to think about. But like you said, hindsight 2020, I think he's probably pulling his hair out and saying, dang it, I should have just freaking. Maybe. Do you think it's like a football thing? Like I don't believe in it or some sort of thing? Because strategically, it it only makes sense to kneel down and get the win. There might be <laughs> is like there this analytics mindset. on that? I don't know. I mean, well, the analytics is kneel it down and kneel you win. Down. You win. Uh <laughs> but it might be one of those things, kind of like we said with Matt Rule with the kickoff return thing, where it's just like, I want to, I, I want this my team to be tough. I want my team to earn it. I want my team to play 60 minutes or something like that, where it's just like, I, that's the only explanation I could think of for why you wouldn't kneel it down. Yeah, I, it's, it's a weird thing. James and Lincoln says um, it's kind of similar with the onside kick. I mean, I think they kind of took – they kind of gave made that a disadvantage because they used to have that blow up guy. Oh yeah, that guy that used to go and blow the doors off whoever that was that was going to step up and try to block him from blowing the guy up yeah. who was going to receive. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, it's not the same. Yeah, it's not Those just the returner woo, way down. Well, and and two, of course, once you expand that discussion, it's like the young players in the NFL. That's how you get your roster spot. That's how you get minutes until you can become a starter or can, you know, and so there's just mm-hmm. all these different roles that are affected by not necessarily having much of a special teams unit. Now, you still have the punt return unit and the punt unit and stuff like that, so there's still a space for it, but you're taking out, what, you know, a quarter of their work. Yeah. Let's go back to the quarterback. Um, before we take this last break, we're going to go back to the quarterback discussion about whether or not the eliteness of the quarterbacks is very mediocre. I mean, outside of Patrick Mahomes, there's really not much you can really say out there. So Timmy V says, with the other pieces around him in San Francisco and the defense all around you need uh, – wait – and the defense, all you need from your quarterback is a Kirk Cousins, and you would be tough to beat. I, I, I'd have to agree with you. Yeah. But that's that window that we've been talking about with regards to quarterbacks as far as paying. The one that broke the mold as far as quarterbacks that are in their rookie contracts usually are the ones that have the beneficiary of having solid talent around them because there's so much more money to divvy out. And Patrick Mahomes broke that mold. They weren't able to pay Tyreek. Kelsey becomes the man. But we got to take a break. We'll be right back on the block right after this. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.